0: Okay, Ryan. Okay, Mike. I'm bringing this one in. Please do. So today we are coming off doing Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies Week. That's right. We talked a lot about therapists and their different styles, but one thing we did talk a lot about was the second therapist, Dr. Bo Peep, and her style of um, completely faking herself as a character and how that can be Not so great because a kid couldn't actually connect with their therapist and they're connecting to this fictional character and not, um, in our minds, it it would just be damaging to that relationship. So Ryan and I talked beforehand and we decided maybe it'd be fun if we played a little game. And that would be uh, acknowledging the fact that children are hard not to tell fibs to because of their age, right? Sure. Sure. And their lack of understanding at a certain point, so it's easier sometimes just to pass things off. Mm-hmm. And so what what we decided we're going to try and see if it works is we are going to rapid-fire lies we have told our children, and uh, we're going to try to rapid-fire them as fast as we can back and forth until we can't think of a lie, until we run out.
1: Yeah. And, th- and that's basically it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we're going to have a... a- more serious conversation about these lies and why we've told them.
0: Correct. Correct. So we, we want to see what kind of lies we're telling our kids and uh, whether it's appropriate or not. Sure. Let's do it. Do you want to go first? I think you should go first. Okay. So lies I've told my kids. Um, <laughs> I already can't think of one.
1: See, this is what happens. You put yourself on the spot. This is your idea, Mike. I'm, I'm ready.
0: Okay. I'm going to go with elf on the shelf. You know, the elf on the shelf is a real thing and, and that he comes from magical elf land. And
1: okay, so what we're going to do this is I want you to tell the lie as if you're telling it to your son right now.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Ben, look! Look who's in the tree this morning! It's, it's the elf on the shelf! He came from Santa's workshop! Isn't that so cool?!
1: Bryn, they made a law that you're not allowed to wear makeup until you're in big kids school. I know. Isn't it terrible? It's just, I know it's not fair. You're allowed to wear clear lip gloss, apparently. I don't know why they, they made the exception for that, but that's all you're allowed to wear. I'm so sorry. Ben,
0: I can't bring the wagon upstairs. We can't bring it up because it's too large to fit through the door. So we have to play with it outside.
1: Brynn, we can't go to the water park today because it might rain. And if it rains, the water park's going to close. And we don't want to drive all the way to the water park only to get there and for it to be closed. So instead, we're going to go somewhere indoors today.
0: I'm sorry, Ben. We're at this park because the water park is closed today. So we can't go there because they have it closed down. So we're going to play on this much smaller and less exciting park.
1: Okay, Bryn, you know, uh, Mama and Dad are going away to our week-long meeting. Uh, You're going to stay with uh, with Gigi and Duck. Um, We'll be back in a couple of days. Um, You're not missing out on anything fun. It's just a work meeting, and when we get back, we'll tell you all about it. But it's just a meeting, Uh, definitely not vacation or anything fun. So we'll be back soon, and we'll tell you everything you missed out on.
0: Yes, Ben. I'm, I'm actually, I'm leaving the house. No, I'm not going downstairs. I am leaving the house. I am not recording with Ryan. I'm going to actually get in my car and go driving for work. So you don't need to come downstairs while I'm trying to record.
1: Bryn, mama's asleep. And if you wake her up, she'll get sick. <laughs> That's a really good one.
0: Um, Ben. Okay, because I can't talk to Joe. Joe's too little. She doesn't. She doesn't quite understand. Right.
1: It would. It would be useless, right?
0: Uh, uh. I mean, it's constant, but I'm running out now. I, it's constant.
1: Well, so the last one I'll just do because it's funny. Um, is well, Bryn, if if you don't eat at least three bites of what Mama and Dada made for themselves, then you can't eat chicken nuggets. Because if you only eat chicken nuggets, you'll turn into a chicken nugget. It's a good you one. You need to have a variety of food. Otherwise, your body just starts to turn into the one thing you eat all the time.
0: That's right. I, I do the, I do the like, you know, eat eat up because you'll get muscles like
1: Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And then the other one that's, like, only a half lie is, like, Bryn, if you don't put your shoes back on in this restaurant, they're going to kick us out. Which is probably, I mean, they wouldn't do it to a kid, but. They would too. It's to an not adult, that far yeah. from the truth. <laughs>
0: So while we were doing that, I thought of some things that I've told my son mm-hmm. that I, that I realized that I didn't want to say. Yeah, in that conversation just now because mm-hmm. it wasn't fun. Sure,
1: because these are all goofy, silly lies.
0: Yeah. So one of them was, and I, I wanted to know what you thought about it. Is I will often, um, if Ben is being kind of out of control. And I've told you before that Ben is a handful. Sure. He's the kind of kid where other people that say, oh, he's, you know, he's just like every other kid. And then they watch him. And when they bring him home, they're like, holy crap. Mm. He's just really wild is what I'm saying. And he's hard to control. So when he's having a really bad day or a bad time, um, sometimes I'll tell him I was going to get him candy or something later. Mm. And I won't say to calm down. But it's a distracting method. Oh, yeah. Or I'll say you won't get candy later. And then sometimes I'll get him candy later. Yeah. Oh, sure. But, but oftentimes I won't.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, what, we're all, what all this is about is that we lie for us. We don't really lie for them. We lie for what we think is either going to make the situation easier for us or is going to protect them. Mm-hmm. And even our our perception of protecting them is really protecting us, protecting ourselves, protecting the family, protecting the situation, whatever it is. And I think, you know, for me, um, I've I've shared about, you know, obviously I'm a therapist and I have probably indoctrinated my daughter to uh, emotional intelligence uh, things that are not necessary for her. But as a result, she is very, um, let's just say, emotionally curious. She will spontaneously ask people, are you happy? Oh, wow, which is like a, a heavy question for a f- almost four year old to ask. I don't know. so your impulse, my I should say my impulse when she asked me that is to just always say, "Of course, of course, I'm happy because I don't want her to think about the reality that I might be angry or sad or stressed or whatever. But there, and there was one particular situation in which i I started to be more honest, and I think this is the, probably the direction I'm going to head in with her more regularly as she gets older my daughter uh this reminded me of of as you were telling your story she likes to play games she likes to play jokes she likes to trick she thinks it's hilarious so (laughs) she'll do things like that sometimes for fun so totally fine it's 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 most people would say it's adorable but um for an exhausted parent it can get to a point of like why are you doing this to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> so the the story that i'll tell it was like <laughs> i had like a crazy long day got home I, I picked her up brought her home all she wanted to do was watch one of her shows and then something happened the tv turned off the internet went down and, and we wanted to we needed to fix it so i i went to try to fix it and i couldn't find the remote Ooh. and i'm i'm like you know oh bryn where's the remote and she's like i don't know Uh-oh. and i'm like I'm like, oh, okay. Well, do do you really not know? <laughs> or is this a game? And Mike, this went on for at least an hour. Oh wow. And I got angry. Like, I can I can own the fact that I got angry. And during yeah. the the process of me being angry, my daughter asked this question: Dada, are you happy? And and I stopped seeing the benefit in lying in during these sorts of interactions where I was like, Brynn, I'm I'm not happy right now. I'm a little angry. I don't know if you are purposely hiding the remote or playing a game or playing a joke. It's okay if you are, but no, I'm a little upset right now. Come to find out, she had hidden the remote underneath her like she she has like one of those fold out tables for yeah. playing games or uh putting food on. Um and she had slid it underneath like the locking mechanism. So, even when I like moved or shook the table to see if it was underneath, it didn't fall out. Oh no, she's like a diabolical genius, Mike, Wow, um yeah, that would, see that would get me frustrated. So when I found it, obviously she had put it there because nobody else did. you know, I had a real conversation with her where I said, "You know, listen, Brent, I love playing games i love I love your jokes, I love your tricks. sometimes Dada's not happy when you do that, and uh." I, I'm I'm going to be honest with you when that happens. Um, and it hasn't happened since. Now, I, I don't necessarily take credit for that. I just think... Too easy. What do you mean?
0: That's... A, I can't believe... I mean, that's... That doesn't happen I when I say, you know, things.
1: Well, but see, and I guess this is the point I'm trying to make, is that I think there is value in modeling uh, the sort of full range of emotions to our children. That lying to them about being angry or being tired has little to no value most of the time that they can actually handle knowing that we're angry or knowing that we're tired or knowing right. that we need privacy or knowing that we um, need whatever. And I think it, it helps them to understand that because then they can express that too. So yeah. So that's my long short way of telling that's one thing I don't lie to my daughter about anymore. Like if I'm not in a good mood, I tell her that and she can handle it. And we, we I think, have a better relationship as a result.
0: That, yeah, that, I mean, that's something to aspire to as a parent. I, one thing that I do that I think is, is terrible and I try to correct it all the time and I consciously think about it, but yeah, I'm a pushover mm. and, and now I'm not a perfect dad. I'm not always nice. No, me either. Yeah. And I get, I get riled up, um, stressed out. I mean, I'm the stay at home dad, you know, I get, I think they call it touched out. Sure. It's like a real thing. Like a burnout, equivalent to burnout. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah stay-at-home mm-hmm. parents experience that a lot, where they can't take another second of their kids, like mm-hmm. touching them that day. Yeah, yeah, and that happens, you know. But one thing I do do is, uh, Ben would think that was funny. Is <laughs> they when they get in trouble,
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially, if, especially if I'm in a bad mood because of whatever, and and I know I'm being a little extra or something. And I tell them to stop doing something or they're going to be putting time out or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Uh, and I don't follow through on that. Mm. Right. And yeah. Brie always tells me to stop. Like basically,
1: if, you, if you're going to threaten it, you have to follow through kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Whether or not it was appropriate or not, you have to follow through. Otherwise, they are not going to believe you or respect those things that you say. It's just a lesson I can't seem to. You know what I mean? I can't seem to not always do that. So
1: right, because it's like you want the threat of punishment to be af- as effective, if not more effective, than actually having to punish them. Correct. Cause I mean, because I don't w- doesn't want feel good. To punish them. No, it doesn't feel good to put your child in timeout and then see them cry because you punished them. When the reality right. is, they are in timeout because of their behavior.
0: But that's the thing for me is that to me, it's not always because of their behavior.
1: Okay, well, then that's so- fair. Then that's a distinction to make. Yeah.
0: It's because they're doing things because they're a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. The thing they did is because they have a tiny brain that doesn't think super great yet. Sure. You know, they didn't understand uh, what had been um, Dumped green paint all over our carpet. Tons of stuff like that. Like, it's just like, he's just a little kid, but like at the same time, you got to teach him how to not dump green paint on the carpet, you know? But yep. I, I have a I have a problem with that.
1: So you're just tell him he's going to get sick if he bores bill Green
0: paint paint yeah. cream <laughs> yes what- one thing that I think we do correctly though is and you had asked me this before we started recording was as far as the mental health thing hmm Ryan asked me if I was going to win or what was it Ryan?
1: yeah, sort of you know how would you know it was a, it was the right time to talk to him about it um or to either kids frankly you know about um your journey or your mental health status or experience, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. The how would you know that it was an okay time to talk to them about it? Or how would you know it was an important time that they know? And, yeah. and how honest would you want to be with them versus, you know, what could you see yourself telling them?
0: Right. I don't think you'd be surprised to say I'd want to be 100% transparent. Sure. Uh, but I think for us, it's going to be very natural as far as the progression yeah, because already we tell, like, if I have a bad period, um, and if you listen listened to the show before, you know that I, I do what we call caving, and that's, I kind of lock myself in for a while. Uh, we already are pretty upfront with Ben that dad doesn't feel good, right? hmm And uh, for a while, we called it sick, uh, just like you said. Yep. Um, Daddy was sick. And then now it's, it's, I have said a few times that, you know, uh, daddy, it's not just daddy's sick. It's that I'm not feeling good. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like sick and I'll be like, I don't feel good. I'm, he'll be like, oh, is your tummy hurt? And, yeah, and I'll yeah. kind of explain things in a very simple way. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's funny how he reacts though, is that he, he actually gets like more docile than he normally is. And he'll like mm. go, he'll just like all of a sudden just want to kind of lay in the bed. Yeah. You know, um, so that's a cool reaction. But I imagine like as every year passes, like that information will just slowly
1: trickle out. Like more, be more more specific. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he'll never, there'll never be like this time where I sat him down. He'll just, it'll always be that he knew. Sure.
1: Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, and I think that's, that's a really important way to model it. That look, it's normal for us to have these conversations. And yeah, you know, I, I give you guys all the credit in the world for, you know, Not just managing that, but also, you know, wanting your kids to understand it. So,
0: yeah. And and Bree says a lot. One of the things her phrases is um, daddy's not having a good day. Sure.
1: Totally fine. So honest. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, right. So it's it's making the distinction between um, little harmless lies and big little lies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right. That's all we got. (laughs)
0: All right. No, for real, though. Uh, It's been a good week. I hope you guys liked uh, the Big Little Lies week, and we will see you next time. All right. Peace. We need to thank Kevin McLeod for all the music that we use on the show. If you need royalty-free music for your project, you can find him at filmmusic.io.